everyone, and Hello. welcome back to Curio City. <laughs> I'm Lauren. I'm Adam. And we're so glad you clicked on today's episode. Mm-hmm. If you're here for Trailer Flowers, Brooke and Jack, they w- uh, will be right up. Don't you worry. But first, a little catch mm-hmm. up with yours truly. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this right as it drops, you will have just had Thanksgiving. So hopefully your Thanksgiving, it, it went well. Yeah. Hopefully you ate a lot of good turkey or... Or tofurkey. Tofurkey. That's what we used to eat up until this year. We finally got to have some some meat back in our finally, lives. Finally, yeah. So as yeah, as we're recording this, we haven't had it quite yet, but I'm like literally So ready so for it. So ready for yeah, it. So I'm sure same. by the time you're hearing this, I will have a very full belly of turkey and wine. We can tell everybody on our Instagram stories how amazing it yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully you follow us if you haven't actually that's a good time so follow curio city pod um on instagram and mm-hmm. on tiktok and then also you can follow our personals which is at lauren deliri and and mine's at a damn frost a damn frost so it's adam and frost sometimes you just gotta get a little get a creative. little spicy on them yeah um yeah if you're new here adam doesn't generally swear <laughs> so him having a username that has a swear in it is just ironic it's kind of on brand for me though and, and that I'm like, it is on brand it, you yeah it's very on brand for you yeah yeah exactly i like to challenge people's expectations of me all the time yeah i mean that's a very um us thing to do yeah shall we call that a frost thing at this point i suppose we could since it's a me and you thing there's a frost in curiosity there is oh my god that's so cute <laughs> that's so cute um okay so Shall we uh, chat about this conversation oh that was so, everyone's about to hear? It was so interesting to hear because yeah. honestly, like just hearing their vernacular being so closely tied to their faith mm-hmm. and the way that they deconstructed it, just listening to you actually have that conversation and not hearing any hesitancy and not hearing any sort of like tra- trauma response at all, like no trigger response mm-hmm. out of you and just like open flowing conversation. I feel like that's where our people are at mm-hmm. and I feel like it's so good to see you embody that in a conversation. It was really cool. Oh, that's so sweet. I, you know, I was nervous about, you know, how potentially this episode will be not just received, but just, yeah, that whole experience of me Mm -hmm. now being on this other side of being able to have conversations with people. So we're kind of skirting around it, but yeah, they do have, like Adam mentioned, the two girls, they are like, they are Christian girls. They, they follow, Jesus, that is their thing. When I saw that their single was called Daughter of a King, I was like, these guys are like, Christian. What For are we sure. Doing here? There's no question. But you guys They're not assuming royalty in Tennessee. No, no. So <laughs> but in there and this is something we discussed in the episode, like in their bio they said something like Well, do you remember what I I had said it was something about like Mm-mm. making good things out of shit. Yeah. I think yeah, it, right. it was something like that. It was a thing that made you feel safe. It made me feel safe because I was like, Okay, I don't know. You know, I'm not sure if I can chat with them if they're just going to just talk about like their faith. Like, I'm not sure what I can add to that conversation. I'm happy to hear it all day long. Yeah. But like, what can the conversation entail? Well, unfortunately, we already know Brooke. And so it's yes. like, at least we had a little bit of an insight into how the conversation could potentially go. Yeah. Um. So I was a little nervous, like going into it. And now like a little nervous, like dropping the episode. I'm like, how are our listeners going to receive this? But as you mentioned, I think we're in a space now. Yeah, I think the thing is, is like, to the listeners like we trust you and we trust that you trust us yeah like i think i think we're intentional enough with our space and i think you're intentional enough with the interviews and where you lead the conversation yeah that 
that you're being conscious of people's potential traumas and triggers and you're navigating that I think with some really 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 good foresight well I appreciate that and um something you'll hear as well is that for me like I it's not the first time that I we've had a conversation like even with Ali Gonino in that Mm -hmm. episode you know she talked about how being back in the south she actually like you know found religion again and Mm. in like a way that works for her and I told her I was like you know what I'd rather Jesus in the hands of you than a lot of people and meaning like people who claim to follow Jesus like I'd rather you know in the hands of people like Brooke and Jax and like Allie and like you know than a lot of other people that I know um and so I'm like I respect you and I respect your decisions and also like it was comfortable because they do like you'll hear like they do swear and they are like yeah, you talked about that recently recently that that's like a that's a thing for you that you help that helps you, you that you utilize to help yeah. you break down people's boundaries and walls when you feel like things are getting a little too serious on occasion. Yeah. Like, so it's interesting to see that be used to help kind of make you feel better and more comfortable. In the reverse. Too. Yeah, and it does. Mm-hmm. Um and you know I have a thing about like good guys who swear. I think it's hot. <laughs> so like, you know, that's the Golden Bachelor has really proved that for us. Yeah, exactly. Um but anyway, so just to give you kind of a breakdown of what we talk about um clearly so their name is trailer flowers that is their band name we talk about how you know they came to be during the pandemic um which is another example of how they make good things out of shit yeah um and then we talk about their serendipitous connection as roommates in nashville and their journey from like being mutual fans to you know forming their duo um, we also talk about their unique musical style and vision. Obviously, we do talk about their single um, Daughter of a King, but they also have songs about sugar daddies and yeah. they have like they go into all of that. It's just that Daughter of a King is one part of their musical um, experience. And so we dive all into that um, and how, you know, they're their album that they will be releasing. It's going to be a variety of songs, a variety of styles. And so very excited to hear like all of that. So we talked about that and their creative process. Um, we also got into like, you know, their, their live performance and how they kind of bring humor into their, their like flair, like into who they are as a duo and, in their music it's kind of ironic a lot of it and so anyway so we get into that um and then we also talk about um overcoming childhood abuse and um their advocacy for personal growth so that was a big part of this conversation which i think you guys will really enjoy um we also had some like they shared some really heartfelt advice uh, Mm -hmm. for navigating tough times and um we talked about health of the soul that was like a whole segment So that's a big part of what these girls are about. You know, they're powerful vocalists and songwriters, but there's a lot of other things that they're passionate about that they hope like, you know, their music kind of helps them do in the world. Um, So that was really, really cool. Um, And having things that are good for the mind, body and soul, like that's really important to them. So we just got into all of that. Um, and then lastly, right, like out of that conversation, we actually had a whole deep dive into um, mental health at, and food as medicine. So we. Yeah, that was such an interesting bridge <laughs> to see that happen. Like I it was so cool. Like I feel like you really did navigate so well from 
the music industry traumas that can come from that through trauma therapy into the things that they did to physically heal their bodies alongside healing their minds and using food to heal their minds too. Yep. Yep. It's it's such a cool, it's such a cool bridge that I don't, I don't think could be really, um, that could be really constructed by many people outside of Mm. the world of the Christian music industry. Like you were. That I've come from. Yeah. 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 It was very fascinating. I think what I want more and more that this conversation helped, helped me prove to myself that I care about and that I want to do is to have people share their actual like opinions. Mm -hmm. I don't care to have an echo chamber of a podcast. I want to learn things. I want you to learn things. It's called curiosity. I want you to like be listening and be curious about people and curious about what they think and not know or assume that we all see eye to eye or think the same things. Even though like, food as medicine you know there's things that like potentially listeners will be like well i don't know like you know brooke mentioned she got off of medication that was helping her with her mental health that she like truly believes that food Mm -hmm. healed and in some circles that's like controversial you know not with me not in my mindset but i think that was like another example of like how i want to have conversations about people's actual experiences in their lives and their uh, yeah and and their actual opinions it's like why i want to have guests on it's not to repeat and to stay in line with any sort of set rules or thoughts or opinions it's to fully express themselves as they are which these girls are really good at doing yeah so i was really happy to have this conversation with them yeah i think it's something i've been kind of really talking about lately is that safe spaces are often confused with uh, comfortable spaces yeah and that safe spaces aren't meant to be comfortable all the time what it's meant to do is facilitate you through micro traumas in a place where you know that you're going to be held and that mm. you're going to be cared for mm-hmm. like it's not meant to just be comfortable all the time that doesn't that doesn't actually create any sort of growth in you and so to be <laughs> able to have a space like this where it's you guys know who we are we know who you are we hear you we have conversations in the dms we want to hold space for you in a place that you're going to actually be allowed to be challenged mm. and you're going to be allowed to go through and experience small versions of the traumas that maybe you've experienced in the past and realize that those can be healed and realize that you yourself can work through those and that challenging those things yeah. is healthy. And that's, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. And you know, and, and a good example of like how just open and honest even like the girls came in with like one of the girls you'll hear jack like she didn't know my story like i brooke knew me i knew her but jack didn't know that we i don't i don't think she knew even if we had deconstructed or if we Mm. were religious like she was just talking as she talks and i really respected that that she didn't know and she jumped right in and she jumped right in and she talked about her faith and like she didn't stop talking about her faith when i was like you know i don't really like labels but technically i would be more agnostic atheist. agnostic atheist she just like mm-hmm. stayed in her lane she just kept on being herself and yeah. i really respect that and that's like what i would i would hope our guests come in mm-hmm. being like hey this is like the with no just, preconceived ideas of what yeah. of like what i resonate with what i don't you know because really i'm there to talk to them and talk to you the guests and have really open dialogue mm-hmm. nobody's trying to convert anybody no and as you were like mentioning like safe spaces For me, a safe space is going to be a place where it's like there is open conversation and we can ask questions and like really ask questions. Honesty is the best safety. Yeah. And I I think being in a safe space versus like a 
comfort zone may be two different things. Yeah. As people really They just get start, conflated so often. They do. They do get conflated. But I think for me, uh, when people, when things become like an echo chamber, mm-hmm. that becomes unsafe for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, you know, listening to this, a lot of curious cuties, you will probably relate to this, but when things start getting really repetitive and like you start asking questions and feeling like you can't ask certain things Mm -hmm. or you can't talk about certain things or you can't embrace someone else's faith or you can't whatever, because you're like, I don't know. I've, you know, I've deconstructed. So I I can't like, I can't have this conversation with this Christian. And it's like, okay, well then what rules are you abiding by? Like what, Mm -hmm. what like mob think are you like under like following? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's always going to be. You're just looking for certainty again. It's yeah, just in something else. Exactly. And I think that's a big part of, you know, what we want to do on this podcast is to. We don't want certainty. We want curiosity. We want curiosity. Yeah. So all that being said, this is going to be a long episode because it's a good one. Um, it is incredible. And I hope you guys are prepared. They're really great. Um, yeah, you guys are going to love them. You're really going to like it. I think you'll enjoy hearing me have this conversation with them. If you followed my journey for long, it might be interesting to hear hear me have this conversation like Adam mentioned in the beginning. So, yeah. All right, you guys. Um, that'll be us for now. Uh, we're going to stop talking so you can actually hear the conversation. <laughs> uh, enjoy tra- uh, Trailer Flowers, Brooke yeah. and Jack. I know you're going to love them. So on to the episode. happy you are here Brooke thank you for reaching out yes. it's we've known each other for a second I, I haven't know. seen each other in I think years yeah except for when I randomly popped uh-huh. like by the street right <laughs> always <laughs> yeah um so yeah I'm so glad you guys are here and you're a band how long have you been a band now since uh, a COVID since 2020 so okay. we were born during the chaos of the world was shut down okay uh roommates we had at the time the house we were living in there were six of us mm. locked in oh my gosh um wow. and i not feel all of you wanted to be a band right what is that <laughs> honestly we kind of were at the time <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay. We, we were, were like a mini label yeah. at the time cool i love it <laughs> that was so fun. but I yeah i feel like that that time for everyone was either deconstruction uh-huh. and pain yeah. and moving through grief mm-hmm. and lower things that you had to heal right or it was a time of things being born and mm-hmm. for us it was this creative explosion of trailer flowers yeah yeah well even in your like the bio it says you make mm-hmm. good things out of shit or something yeah, yeah. and i'm like that's kind of like how i guess it your felt, story yeah. of you know coming from covid times mm-hmm. it was like that was yeah. kind of shitty times mm-hmm. yeah. but out came trailer flowers yeah, yeah. So, exactly yeah yeah if mm-hmm. there's a way that i could describe it too to like bring us back to that moment too because that house we lived in off overhill drive was very special uh-huh. and like it was waking up at noon yeah. and it was brooke cooking for us like oh for all i think of i us. saw stories mm-hmm. probably yeah it was like animals i was it like was who, it was outside of what is this family yeah <laughs> no it was definitely like chosen family 100 percent and Love. We were all like deconstructing and reconstructing together yeah. and we were doing yoga outside on the driveway I love. and coloring and coloring books and writing yeah. songs and it was like a magical wonderland, mm-hmm. honestly. That's amazing. Yeah. I actually had a pretty good COVID experience as well. Yeah. It was, it was different. I mean, 
it was just my husband and I, but yeah. we had gone through a lot the previous years. Mm-hmm. And so COVID actually gave us the space to mm-hmm. process a lot of what had Quiet happened time. over the past several years. Mm-hmm. So and it, I think it would have taken me a lot longer mm-hmm. to get to where I am now if yeah. I hadn't had all that space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're kicking ass. Oh, thank you. You are. You so are. are. You're you changing the world. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are cute. But okay, so you're roommates for a while, and then now you're no longer roommates. Yes. You both are engaged. Yeah. Years later, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is years later. So years later. it was 2020, you said that, mm-hmm. you know, all this happened. So yeah. now we're in 2023. Like, yeah. oh, the journey has mm-hmm. been, you know, immaculate. You guys mm-hmm. have gone on a talent show. You want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> yeah. We were just on America's Got Talent. Woo! Lauren, you as a musician, you know, that era, when that age when you were like, ah, if I just make it on American Idol mm-hmm. or if yeah. I can just sing for Simon Cowell. Right. So we were definitely working with a very old childlike fantasy sure. part of ourselves. Of like this is a 20 year old daydream of being seen on TV and getting that moment uh, to shine. Yeah. And the audition process of the show took a very long time Mm. um but our first air date um we got to do an original song cool and so if anything that space alone like answered everything we had hoped it would be Mm. um you know jack's child wish to write songs mine to be an artist change the world eradicate poverty these like Mm. hard big things that i you know my my child dream right so it felt we felt very close to those things during the first audition. That's awesome. Um, yeah, very magical. But yeah. then our second on-screen performance, you know, it took a lot of grit mm-hmm. to give a lot of space to the show. Of course. Um, so I think we're definitely recovering from a year of auditioning and right and committing to that space mm-hmm. solely with our with our um, passions. Yeah. So it's good to be in the homeland when did that <laughs> journey officially like end when did you guys come home a couple weeks ago now okay yeah. mm-hmm. it's pretty fresh so fresh wild. yeah yeah you're and but you're we've been auditioning for like first it was the voice mm-hmm. okay and we got like a i don't know why but we've always said that like our maybe our band like thing is going to be to be on tv first like, yeah it's going to start us off and i don't know if it's because we're like we're very like personality people uh-huh. and we're very like loud yeah (laughs) even just like vocally we can just like sang so i'm like maybe it's gonna be that we've always prayed about that but then the voice happened they Uh gave us like a hundred percent go ahead like bought our tickets and then they're like actually we're not gonna use you this season (gasps) so that was like devastating to us oh my because we'd already spent like months with them like auditioning Yeah. yeah and then like a couple months later after that that's when we got back in contact with america's got talent and they were like we want you like mm-hmm. we're your that was obviously meant you. to be yeah, yeah i totally yeah. think so and yeah. like contract wise i think that that benefited us mm-hmm. like so much more than yeah. the voice would have mm-hmm. um but yeah we've had just really good like producers along the way for each show like our our main producers have just mm-hmm. been like so incredible oh, like love it, that. that was our it makes it makes or breaks you oh mm-hmm. for sure yeah mm-hmm. like later on we had no really no control about what we did in the show but mm-hmm. in the early stages it was very like so much camaraderie between everybody and mm-hmm. it was really positive it was a really positive experience yeah. good mm-hmm. some people come out of those experiences and are like 
traumatized. Yeah. Oh, we definitely, if anything, Maybe we like got... 10% trauma. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, we definitely don't... We're not really phased by being roasted on nation, national television, so... That's good. <laughs> the, like, the therapy... Part of the big personality. Yeah. The therapy <laughs> need was, was like, not based shit. on them, I don't know, yeah. making our lives not the most cozy yeah. for several weeks. It was more, like, the heart battle of the whole thing. Right. Like, Trauma, not from the show specifically, but just the tiredness of the dream, you know, right. like, of course, it's, it's amazing how you think, oh, this is it. And in some capacity, and you, you, I'm a dreamer. I'm not mm-hmm. really a realist. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard for me in those spaces yeah. where I'm working with something I've pictured, you right. know, and yeah. then, okay, stay the course we're we're learning we're growing still you know there's no arrival date or arrival space of course um and so i would Mm -hmm. have to admit that that i think has been the hardest thing for me yeah it takes a lot of vulnerability yeah yeah Yeah. and just anticipating that same like velocity with the dream as soon as my boots hit tennessee again Uh post-show yep but then accepting okay well now what is the season of life demanding (laughs) and you already were you know running because you reached out to me you're like I'm trying to book some interviews like you're already like okay let's Mm -hmm. keep this momentum going let's just point Mm -hmm. in a a different direction as far as it's all a part of the artistic you know the things that you're supposed to do you have to go through Mm -hmm. like seasons of songwriting seasons of like performing live and like that's just there's it's all part of it and I wanted to like ask you guys individually you know Mm -hmm. what how has your like individual lives and struggles that you've each kind mm. of dealt with how has that shaped your your music and your artistry mm. yeah that's a really that's good question beautiful. do you want to go first yeah I think that like we talked about it being like an old child dream mm-hmm. and I think that my dream has always been initially was a space to escape mm. it was a it was a space where I had God's attention mm-hmm. um it was a space where um like the approval of others in my like unhealthy seasons like it satisfied that itch and then in my like really healthy vulnerable places you know I have so many time stamps time stamps of these like intimate moments with myself where you know the live aspect of music that connection piece with others mm-hmm. where I lose track of time and I'm like this is it this is where I'm most happy this is what I want to do and so my like my love story with music is definitely like past, present and future. Cause I just, I've never really spent time disconnected mm-hmm. from trying to pursue that full time. Right. And so within that relationships become super important. And so, um, my previous band, um, I've just always somehow been a magnet for these like dripping with talent songwriters. Mm-hmm. Um, so you married the songwriting goal to like grow in that space and having these like real life close, close chosen friends and family members Mm. um, to like empower me with the songwriting aspect where I'm weaker. Um, And then my heart to like take it wide, widespread. Um, I found a lot of family in my journey from leaving home and um, my childhood wasn't the most cozy and I've definitely had to learn things a hard way. Mm. Um, and so meeting up with these like mile marker relationships, um, it's just been really, really special 
to um I feel like we've done a lot more life than we have pursued music yeah <laughs> um and so I think that's what makes it special is that awareness to like no we're gonna do life together yeah um and in that we're gonna get really good songs right. <laughs> and we're gonna connect on some amazing stages yeah. um but I definitely have been blessed with making music with people who um aren't satisfied mm. um with like the lights side of the music and are just true artists um so yeah I think that's I I I wouldn't do it any other way so yeah Yeah. what about you any thoughts on that yeah for sure there's um so it's interesting Brooke and I we met so we went to the same or we lived in the same hometown for years we didn't know each other Mm -hmm. Um, it's fascinating yeah which is so weird you know like literally lived maybe a mile from each other went to rival high schools we were like right on that line you know yeah um she had friends that were my friends and i had friends that were her friends Uh like very weird um (laughs) i was working at chuck e cheese and two doors down is the steak and shake that she was working at my god i was there every thanksgiving eating and i know that she was probably working there's definitely times where we like so crazy crossed paths before yeah um but we didn't like officially meet until um nashville and um we like randomly became roommates and it was it's such an interesting story because it's like a kind of like a mutual friend of ours like i went out to coffee with her and she was a nashville mutual friend or a home a home mutual friend yeah so we uh, i meet up with her name is kayla i meet up with kayla to get coffee Mm -hmm. and she asked me like um, cause I only had a place to live for like two weeks. I just like moved here mm-hmm. with a suitcase, like mm-hmm. everybody. Um, so I meet up with Kayla and she's like, we're looking for a fifth roommate. Yeah. Like in our house, do you want to come look at the house with me? I'm like, fuck yeah. I want to come look at yeah. the house. Like I have nowhere to go. Of course. <laughs> You're so, like, I need a home. So yes, literally. So I get in the car with Kayla. We drive down the street, uh, to 2028 overhill drive and I get out and we're like walking around the house. I didn't know anybody else was there. And then we were walking up the stairs to the attic, which is like a bedroom. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and Brooke is up there just looking like a fucking crackhead. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, who is this woman? <laughs> like, I, I was inspecting. <laughs> she was inspecting. <laughs> and I like, she doesn't even say hi to me. She just like grabs my arm and says, you have Jesus eyes. Oh, yeah. That's very Brooke. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I know. That's one part of her that hasn't changed. She's so crazy. <laughs> um, but so then after that, it was like we we met up for like our first like little friend date uh-huh. and uh we just sat there for hours and like pretty much like told each other like our whole life stories and uh-huh. like chose each other in that moment right um and yeah we didn't we didn't think we were going to become a band yeah even whenever it did happen um like, just, like after, having fun and, yeah, yeah like we started living together in 2018 so it was like years of her encouraging me with my songwriting yeah. and me encouraging her with her music you yeah. know and then after, you know, years of experiencing that and then COVID happening, she's mm-hmm. like randomly one day around the fire asked me like, Jack, do you want to be in a band with me? And I said, fuck no, I do not want to be in a band with you. And cause that's just like, what's Shut not down. my thing. <laughs> Shut down. But of course she was like, like, well, let's just do it for fun. Like yeah. you pick a word and I'll pick a word. Okay. And I said, well, it's gotta be trailer something. Yeah. And she said flowers. And then, you. yeah, it just kind of like, yeah. The first two words, like first, your first word, your first yeah. word. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then we were cool. like, that's fucking genius. Well, we it looked is. at each yeah. other and yeah. we're like, 
I mean, we were hustlers at the lemonade stand growing up. Like, mm-hmm. we are entrepreneurs. Okay. So I when we it. heard Trailer Flowers, <laughs> that ring, we're like, ding, 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 we ding, heard, yeah, yeah we got to tell There's heads. branding in that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. here for marketing. Yeah. yeah, there's some authentic branding in that. So uh-huh. then we just like, it, it's like everyone was high, but we weren't high. We were like standing around oh, yeah. the island in our kitchen, just like freaking out were other people around you like at the time yeah, yeah. like watching this all mm-hmm. okay yeah They're so like, it was what it was, are we watching right now yeah exactly <laughs> it was my sister and like our four or five like closest friends oh and gosh. we were all just like boom 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 just like freaking out um and just kind of i think like definitely got the vision for trailer flowers that night and right that's when brooke came born. up with yeah we make good things out of shit and then Love it. i Same started night. writing the theme song yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, you guys yeah. were riding a high for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, for sure. It was very magical, yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. which that's when I feel like, you know, it's from the creator when like something just like happens like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like a download. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's how we all started, which is funny and weird. And we never were going to take it seriously until people like actually started like liking it. Yeah. And then we're like, mm-hmm. do we need to like do this? Your for vocals real? are awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank, you. Amazing. Thank you. Amazing. And yeah. Br- you know, I've come complimented yes. your voice like mm-hmm. forever it's, mm-hmm. it's very miley-esque yes um mm-hmm. but together you guys are just it sounds so beautiful it's mm-hmm. very captivating thank, thank you. you yeah if you I could describe that. the music in the like, tra- trailer flowers music yeah. yeah in your own words how Ooh. how would you describe it yeah that's good that is really good i think that brooke and i have different influences but they like come together very nicely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i think i definitely think like miley is an influence yeah mm-hmm. and the, the dixie chicks are an influence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and brad paisley is an influence love it yeah there's like definitely different influences for writing versus like vocally yeah um because yeah brooke grew up on all the like classic pop rock stuff Mm -hmm. yeah um and i was definitely more like the carol king uh james taylor kind of like that that was my childhood got Mm -hmm. you um so i think they marry very well Mm -hmm. and just like brooke's dream of like she wants to be a superstar and then my dream of wanting to be a songwriter i feel like that it makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah like Mm -hmm. how we came together and that's the vibe the collaboration Mm -hmm. is like perfect Mm -hmm. and i think like sonically we the first thing that i that i think is trailer flowers is we really in the writing room we're having so much fun writing like anthematic melodies like loud belty melodies that had a lot of humor to them Mm -hmm. so the og i think sonic sound of us is just this like wall of a lot of unison Mm -hmm. um and it's a lot it's funny and um and I think throughout the early like the first year is when we really learned like oh we can make people laugh and we can make them cry and that's where we feel most alive in our writing spaces Mm. so we have this very like lyrical like hyper emotional side of us but then we definitely have this comedic element to kind of poke fun at like the really hard truths that we've been through. And, you know, we've made really, really bad mistakes, which Mm. is awesome. (laughs) We've lived a lot of life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we have these, like in terms of writing, we have these themes and these spaces that we can write about that I don't think everyone can go to. Right. Um, And I think that's why we're relating to this archetype fan that we've named our flower Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that is batshit crazy and maybe has this holy transition you know this sanctifying a new virgin higher version of self Mm -hmm. arrived flower um and so we're i I feel like we're motivated to find those flowers you know to meet people where they're at Mm -hmm. but to find the polished flowers that have so much pride and overcoming the crazy and then also the ones that are like 
in that storm and maybe owning that storm right now, you know, yeah. uh, the part we left out when trailer flowers came to be, um, this is like peak me on the border cusp of like breaking all of these like really bad, really bad, um, coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I was like, I had a bird's eye view of like, I was starting to t fully be aware of like what I was combating, yeah, but not all the way. So I was definitely alive and I, we were selling the best, the best weed brownie recipe in town. That is <laughs> how we paid our bills. That is how we survived nice COVID. Green Hills right here. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we have a song about a sugar daddy. Like it was an era of me Hilarious. like making my final bow of like batshit crazy moments. Yeah. And so it created this space to really write the funny side of that and yeah. then also the scary truthful side of it. Right. Um, and so I think we're going to write for a very long time because yeah. at this point we just know each other's stories so intimately. Right. You can yeah. intertwine them. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask, like, what is like a message or something that you want to convey or the vision you want to convey mm. through your music? Mm. Yeah. Um, I... I think that Brooke and I, we are very similar in the way we think about things, but we also come from a, like a different space too, because our childhoods were so different Yeah. Um, in their own crazy way. Mm. But I think the marrying of everything that we've been through makes us more relatable to people, mm -hmm. which I think is so special. Um, the fact that it's two of us, you know, and not right. just one of us, mm -hmm. like, the people that we've been able to reach just even having our one song out that we do have out. Yeah. Like, that's a, a song that came in like 15 minutes mm -hmm. and in my bedroom, but it's a, it's me and Brooke's childhood story. It's not yeah. just one of us, you know? Yeah. Um, like she takes first, first and you take second. It's like, your yeah. Birth. Yeah. Yeah. It's really like, um, yeah, that wasn't the intention in writing it too. It just kind of like came out that way. Yeah. Um, but I think that's even like, God's plan for us too a little bit mm -hmm. is that like you guys are gonna your stories are gonna be married mm -hmm. and you're gonna be able to reach more people that way yeah um so I think that you know our theme or our goal maybe or just even mine to with our music is just to it's like those songs that you're like this song was written about me or mm -hmm. the song was like written for me yeah um I think God can do that yeah. like through people like I think that songwriting for me is like the most spiritual thing mm ever so um that's what i hope that we can continue to do as a band so that we don't get um kind of like lost in the game you know right How a lot of people just like can they'll just start you know cutting songs that don't cranking like, things out that don't mean anything yeah. To them. yeah i i pray that we can continue to just be like authentic in ourselves and our songs keep doing that because that i feel like is the most special thing that an artist can do like those I are agree. my favorite artists is the ones where I'm like, oh my God, this song is, this is my song, you yeah. know? And I want people to like take ownership of our songs like that. Like this, this song is like my song. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I want that still. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're so intentional about protecting each other's heart mm -hmm. dream. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's why the balance is so organic and um, we're friends first. And then after that is protecting and encouraging each other's dream and right. that dream right now behaves with us participating together yeah um but it's really cool the boundaries we have um with her pursuing her heart wish first and yeah. me doing the same and um it's really really cool that 
it's us collaborating for sure um but i also i also know that there is this classic thing we want to achieve in timeless space with the music we're writing Mm -hmm. and the records and the narrative and all of it um because we want to jump on a stage when we're 65 Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and have the permission to be fluid creatively in other spaces so there's just a lot of like um there's been a lot of intention um behind i don't know like the whole the whole facet of what it means to be a trailer flower yeah that it's more of an identity that we wear when we come together for sure um in that way but then outside of the trailer flowers identity there's a writer yeah and then there's a writer and a singer and there's a almost wife um and so we take a lot of pride in who we are outside of trailer flowers too which i, love I think that. is good you really infuse who you are yeah into your artistry mm-hmm. yeah so you said that it took you like 15 minutes to write your mm-hmm. single mm-hmm. yeah daughter of a king yeah. mm-hmm. so kind of walk me through that were you by yourself are you with brooke like what was what was mm-hmm. the process of writing that like yeah honestly i feel like whether i'm with brooke or not we do write really quickly i don't know what that is but um or it takes us like three months to write but we're <laughs> like we're so weird we don't like push we like sit in a room and if there's like something that comes out really quick. That's like what we use when we come back to it. Um, But with Daughter of a King, it was just me and my bedroom. Okay. And um, I really, in town, I don't really like write well with a lot of people. Like, Mm. I don't know what it is. I'm very much like a feeler when it comes to like spaces in those rooms. And it's like, for me, songwriting is not like a mechanical thing. Like, can't just go yeah. in and be like, that rhymes, so we're going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, so I'm just like, I like kind of like being alone, honestly, yeah. or just with somebody that I trust a lot. For sure. Um, unless it's like a thing where I just hit it off with somebody right away. Um, but yeah, it was, I've had a, a couple of experiences where um, songs have just like fallen out in like three minutes or mm. 15 minutes or whatever. And um, yeah, that was the situation with Daughter of a King. It just like kind of wrote itself. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the, in the original voice memo that I have of it, it's like, it sounds the same. It literally just sounds the same. It's yeah. Amazing. And it's like word for word. Like I didn't change any words. Like it is the same, like all the it's way pretty through. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nuts. It's not me, obviously. It's, right. it's Jesus. But it's like, <laughs> I'm grateful that I was chosen as the vessel because it is such a, it's like such an insane experience. I can't explain it, but that's definitely like, I think my favorite version of like worship is the songwriting aspect mm. of it. So thank you, Jesus. I appreciate you. But at that time that that song came, you know, we named some other titles in the catalog, you know, mm-hmm. sugar daddy, <laughs> all the other things. Um, she, she came into my room and she was like, I don't do like this. You know, mm. that space when a friend that's an artist is like, I don't know, do you know? Yeah. Um, scary. And that's my, my favorite space because mm. I am a really good cheerleader. She's <laughs> the reason why I'm like, get half so my hyped. shit is like, I'm like, Oh, I know this is good. It's like, a, it's <laughs> like a grandma. Yeah, for it's real. like a grandma love though. Yeah. Like for my friends, you know? Yeah. So unfortunately a lot of it is I am going to celebrate whatever they bring in. Cause I get yeah. so hype. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Um, but Marcus also knows like what good songs are. Like it's very interesting. I feel like mm-hmm. you could have definitely been like an A and R. Oh yeah, because you're good at picking up. Thank honestly. you. <laughs> we you have to. Yeah, yeah people will like you only really get one shot, especially with your first single. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So mm-hmm. that's like a tough. It's almost like a. It's scary to put out your first yeah. single versus like the rest. Yeah, yeah. But now you have a good single out, and you got to follow it up. Yeah. Uh huh. The one thing that's weird with our, which I know that we've yeah, I was just like gonna... yeah, talked about with Daughter of a King is like 
the, the show kind of like chose what our first single was a little okay. bit because that's okay. like the song that they had chosen you know yeah. got it um and that's such a blessing in our the fans that we do have from that song are just like it's crazy that they've been through it yeah that was <laughs> yeah. our like wish it wasn't like we didn't want to attract like the necessarily like perfect christians uh -huh. we're like mm -hmm. i don't that wouldn't work for us like yeah. we would get eaten alive constantly if yeah. that was our fan base for sure. which we kind of already have <laughs> um a little bit but um yeah it's it's us trying to figure out like okay what's next for us without like freaking people out yeah. you know the people that we do have um because like brooke said we do have songs about sugar daddies and <laughs> yeah we do or at least i cuss a lot so yeah. it's like mm -hmm. finding the merriment of like okay like i don't have to be perfect uh -huh. you know and that whole situation like navigating that I, yeah you know all about that world yes. so uh, and all of our listeners do too yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and i think that we're not scared at all yeah <laughs> to be what we are mm -hmm. um and it's so much more exciting when you're confronted with people who know what they believe question what they believe love what they believe yeah. and so the trailer flowers prototype you know they their identity as maybe a christian mm. like they're that badass christian yeah. they're the one that says hey sh hey sit down let me tell you a story about back in the day when <laughs> i you know <laughs> smoked this off someone's titties like they're <laughs> they're honest and they get to like authentically share a transformative story and yeah, yeah, those are yeah and i just that's the christian dna mm. that we participate in as trailer flowers it's yeah. it's the changed self it's the the self that you always wanted to be and yeah. co-creating with something bigger than you okay yeah yeah for sure i was gonna ask too like you kind of already answered it but the the, the themes yeah. in the next coming songs are are they they're so they're different then yeah than yeah <laughs> the King. so it's yeah. quite varied yeah, yeah. they're I life songs they are and yeah. i think that because we walk through life with Jesus, it's like uh, Jesus is in all of our songs, but he's in the song about a sugar daddy. Like okay. there's, yeah, we don't sure. separate it, you know, yeah. which is weird for people, but, um, that's okay for us. And I think that, Oh, well, it gives you, it certainly gives you a niche. I mean, yeah. these days people are very much struggling with finding a niche. Mm -hmm. Um, so <laughs> I don't think you guys struggle with that yeah like you no. have that country christian thing going on i was talking to yeah. you know mm. adams who he mm. technically is the co-host of this yes. podcast i know brooke you you mm. know all of these things yeah. but yeah. um and i was like li i've been listening to the song and at first oh. i was like okay is it is it christian okay it is christian because mm -hmm. as if you don't know our story like our podcast even used to be called deconstruct up until like a month ago yeah. oh wow um and we've like, deconstructed our faith he and i like relatively uh kind of aligned with agnostic atheist to this point yeah we used to be in the christian music industry together so that's like our background yeah um so i'm like well versed in mm -hmm. like what you guys are talking about but also like i have we've gotten to the point where i'm like i'm having conversations now back on this podcast with people who like jesus whereas yeah. before you know a couple mm -hmm. years ago we were just talking to people about like breaking down their faith questioning things which we still do that's very important to do that um but i think it's interesting hearing and having these conversations where it's being brought back up but in a like a healthier place yeah i was just having i just 
had a conversation with someone who she said that when she was in Nashville, one of the things that she was really excited about was that like it kind of brought Jesus back into her life in Mm -hmm. a different way Mm -hmm. because she also had deconstructed like we a lot of us are and Mm -hmm. everyone who's a like a listener to this podcast like has deconstructed their faith to a point you know Mm -hmm. we've all landed in different places but yeah um and what she was saying was that you know i she is now like back into the spirit and energy of who jesus Mm -hmm. is and even as someone who is agnostic atheist or whatever i don't really identify Mm -hmm. with any label yeah um i i told her i was like i would much rather jesus in the hands of you than Mm like mm. so many other people yeah and so that's kind of how i feel about you guys too mm. although i don't like identify as christian yeah, yeah. i d- i like and appreciate mm. how you guys implement your faith mm. into your artistry because you are like true to yourselves and yeah. you are you know you're swear mm. like part your your thing in your bio like that gave me comfort that you mm. swore because yeah. i was like okay so <laughs> yeah. i can i can know yeah. where like we're going with this conversation yeah. even Aww. from there yeah um otherwise i'm like i probably would have i probably would have told you guys we can't do the not the right fit the, yeah recording yeah. so we wouldn't be the right fit if, yeah. if you guys were just like mm-hmm. the typical christian music route wow. yeah. but you're not you're not doing that like you're mm-hmm. you're just being honest with who you are mm-hmm. as like artists and mm-hmm. your faith is part of your your life and yeah. so i i really appreciate that and just wanted oh. to give you a little bit of mm-hmm. our background because i know brooke yeah. knows yeah. But you didn't know thank so you for uh, sharing that let you know yeah yeah and thank you for That's saying beautiful. all that that was really sweet yeah i think that um yeah me and brooke aren't here to preach like yeah. <laughs> far from it like i don't think that anybody really needs to be preaching yeah. <laughs> um uh, because you know like the what what the bible says the church it, the church is right now mm-hmm. it's us three together yeah. like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this like structured thing you know right. um mm. but yeah i think that that like what you just said like that is our hope for people you yeah. know um mm-hmm. is to feel comfortable with us and even if they don't believe and or even are seeking out or even want to be like a believer Mm -hmm. like just that we are like we're people yeah you know like if we can like just bring some like joy or like that like fluffy feeling that you get in your heart yeah like that we can do that yeah Yeah. i love that yeah and that's really really beautiful how you said what she brought into the space Mm. you know and i think on my deconstruction journey the main thing that i wrestled with god about was you know I could easily take on countless identities that I could not relate to many of the people in anywhere near Brentwood area, Mm -hmm, Franklin, Tennessee and church. I couldn't relate to them because of the identities that I had. And, and here we are, you know, discussing that you're a new creation and you're this new thing, but feeling that that fell flat when you were around people who, who took on the identity of a believer in Christ. And yeah. so um, as much as there is not this passion to convert or preach, there is a passion for me to advocate for any any woman, any, any girl out there um, that doesn't feel like they're enough. Mm. And I think why the song Daughter of a King is so powerful for me is because we get to sing that lyric, like, you are enough. Mm. You are you are built from something that is just as worthy and not disconnected from that thing, just like the person sitting next to you. Um, and I think that's a very flawed space for Christianity where, um, people perceive themselves as separated from that truth. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think it's really 
it's so it's so healing to my heart mm. to be able to speak over every person no matter who they are um regardless of your ideology or what you believe right. i'm going to speak over you that we're connected to the same thing yeah yeah and so i think we're motivated as a band to truly advocate that and truly be that mm. um because i mean i had it hard um i got wrapped up into the whole um, the whole space where I felt like I had to choose, like, right. am I going to be a worship leader and sing for the Lord and, yeah. and have this, this life of holiness, or am I going to be of the world? And right. I think that I've found trailer flowers to be the most spectacular space to not be of the world, mm. <laughs> to not be of the, the things I see around me and to co-create with God something yeah. fluffy and safe and magnetic and true yeah. um and real and so yeah we're just interested in yeah being a part of something that's that's happy yeah <laughs> and loving and honest and real and right and so um yeah i i really i really hope and you can't control your audience but right. i really hope that we aren't met with the expectation to lead or preach mm -hmm. um but that we are met with the expectation that we get to write songs, life yeah. songs and mm -hmm. story songs. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, what of the flowers we have now yeah. might turn their back on us yeah. due to the, the well, true If you're, if you're honest from the get go and like mm -hmm. very authentic, like I have found that as you evolve and as you write different things, personally, this has been mm -hmm. my Testament, yeah. mm -hmm. the right people will stay with you. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's so much more rewarding to know that I can show up however I want to show up on mm. any given day, whether it's on my social media or on this podcast yeah. and have all the different conversations that I've had over the years. And because I've been honest at every mm -hmm. point, I know that like they're just going to hear me where I'm at, mm -hmm. you know, and I've had people, you know, in the past, like turn their backs on me, but that was whenever I was like, mostly when I was coming from being in the Christian industry yeah. to leaving, that was like the big turnover. Yeah. But as soon as people found out that I was just the person that was going to keep evolving and chasing what lights me up, no yeah. matter what they got on board, they're like, yeah. okay, I get it. And the right people left and the yeah. right people stayed. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. That's like a universal thing. It is. Yeah. Such a universal thing. Cause it is heartbreaking too. Whenever, you know, like, whenever people do leave mm -hmm. just like in general like if it's your fans or if it's your yeah. friends like right you're like am i doing the right thing like oh of course you, you know? question yourself yeah you can't help but question yourself especially if it's someone you know yeah you know and they let you know or they're like disappointed or whatever i mean mm -hmm. you, you learn to grow a little bit thick skin and you guys have it like yeah. you you mm -hmm. just mentioned barely a, a little bit about like your background and like you've mm -hmm. both been through a lot so as you were saying even on the tv show it's mm -hmm. like I don't know. I guess I you just kind of roll with it. You're yeah. like, I'm just going to keep staying true to me and mm -hmm. see what sticks. Yeah, I honestly kind of <laughs> even want to share more about it because me and Brooke's experience when come, honestly both times we went to L.A., it was like it's so interesting, like the the energy that you feel when you go certain places. I don't know if like you've experienced this, but it's like it could even be in like a random house or like a, a just around a person. Like yeah. there's definitely like this like energy that that I feel at least like uh -huh. personally and the last two times we were in LA, it was like super eerie. Like it's hard for me to explain. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we've had great experiences in California. Like okay. the most life giving, like we've had the most fun. Yeah. Um, but the first time that we went, I was really sick, like got randomly got sick, really sick. sick. Mm. And then this time Brooke got really sick. 
so it's like and, interesting yeah and my uncle passed unexpectedly oh the night of the performance so whether you're an energy person uh-huh. a christian i don't something whatever that you <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> i i really think we were like in that really like that that line of change like drastic change like there was a resistance yeah and we felt it heavy and it didn't feel necessarily for us it felt uh-huh. like we had to put our feet in the ground yep. and be like this is what i'm doing yeah and been there before by the way yeah like yeah. big time that, when i was in music and uh-huh. it was like there was so many reasons why we shouldn't have shown up to that show yes mm-hmm. you know yeah. there are so many reasons why we should have turned around uh-huh. yeah um and then things just would go so wrong like we felt yeah. it in our like in our souls first and oh, wow. we were like i didn't want to go we were like whatever yeah. i could go on. i have so yeah. many of that stories that, from those the are road, honestly crazy but. instances like uh, if you want to share one right now even like i mean there's just so, there's just so many like i i can't even one time we were supposed to stay with like um a host home kind of situation mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna make a very long story short okay cool. yeah. we ended up staying in the homeless shelter in the <gasps> french quarter of oh my goodness. new orleans You're oh my kidding. goodness with no ac oh. no blankets Oh. And we had to leave in the morning because people were lining up to take their showers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Again, very long story short. And that was one of those shows where we're mm. like, we should not have been there. Yeah. That shouldn't have happened. And then, I mean, just so, so many different things. It makes so many, you. So many different times. It makes yeah. you, oh you, though. It, yeah. It makes you, you. And, yeah. and so, yeah, that wall of, like, I don't know, pressure. Um I'm so grateful we were there together. Yeah. Because yes. helps when you're with a friend. Because we sure. both sensed anybody. it and we both, I don't know. I just know that the lessons, um, they're going to roll out forever post For sure. that experience. Yeah. Like processing that, like we're not going to do that in two weeks. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think we're still processing different aspects of it. And mm-hmm. uh, being physically ill is just mm-hmm. not, that's for every person. When you're physically ill, it's just like. It's tough. Yeah. It's of tough. Of course. Yeah. So. And I think our, like, back to the toughness thing, like, I'm grateful that, like, we were, like, put through the ringer the, yeah. like, both times we went there, but definitely the second time we went there, it was a lot of, like, creepy, weird so shit. So you feel like you shouldn't go back? Is that kind of that mm. vibe? Or was it just, like, something wasn't right? You were, like, what did that tell you? Mm. Yeah. I think what that did you it, walk away with, I guess? I think that it proved to us that, like, like I think the best way for me to say it is that whenever you're supposed to do something I think that you know like things that aren't for us can make it look like this we shouldn't be here doing this right now yeah um but it is something that we should be doing like that song that we got to sing the second song that we got to sing um we got a like a message on Instagram like from somebody saying Mm -hmm. this like this song like stopped me from killing myself Mm -hmm. oh my god so it's like all of those moments that we had that week that were like absolutely insane. I don't, yeah. I won't even get into it, but like mm-hmm. the things that could have stopped us or scared us yeah. from doing what we needed to do. Like, and we did it. Mm-hmm. And then after we did it, we got eaten alive by the judges. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And they were like Roasted. weird. They were very like frantic and like just negative. Odd. It was just the weirdest situation. So you're like, so it's just not right. Yeah. No, no it was very like, it's, uh, we didn't like, you know, when you like, don't, we don't we didn't like necessarily accept what they said because we're yeah. like you know what like that's that's cool like what you said but like we've 
we've seen mm. what's happened for us this Let week. Let it roll off your back. Yeah. 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 And it's like a lot of people would have like cried or yeah. like been oh, upset yes. yeah. or like said some mean shit. Yeah. But like we, we were like true beauty queens. I was yeah. fucking <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you've got to be fucking with me. Yeah. Right now. I was like, oh there's like videos of me like mm. my my facial response <laughs> oh on stage i'm like oh yeah you're fucking with me right now and then oh, brooke's wow. eyes are like uh, <laughs> well i was just we were not we didn't feel supported yeah while we were out there we didn't feel supported uh by production okay. with the audition which okay. was a um, bummer our second one yeah. um and in terms of like answering like what we learned or like what we think the point of that wall was. Yeah. I don't think we've ever left a stage more um, like fired up and confident in what we want to do. Okay. So That's it was good. like, yeah. So it was like, we were met with this wall of like breakdown, breakdown. And I almost feel like the universe was just testing. What are you made of? Sure. And yeah. we did through hell, like through the hell we did leave there knowing undeniably what we are, right. what we want to say, why we like it, why we don't like, like why That's we're even amazing. doing this. It like refined you. It didn't oh, break you yeah. down. No. It just refined you. And, yeah. and when we stepped off, um, all the other, it was weird. Like we were, I think from a casting standpoint, uh-huh. we were selected to be the ones they roasted. And so you saw the <gasps> other cast, yeah. the other cast, you, you know, audition, cast you members that, like bonding in the sonic room with the with the light with the tv judges and we walk onto the red carpet and i mean it's mics in our face it's it's lights and you go back to that child like yeah daydream like i've had a vision for this like yeah. i've seen this before and we were answering like 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 trailer flower pageant beauty queens you know like we were on it we said things that were true like she kicked ass in the interview process yeah post show and i think that we both it was like an eye-opening experience like i am pretty confident i had covid while this was happening Yikes. and so i'm having chest pain it's hard to breathe <laughs> and we're just yeah we got to like look at each other finish each other's statements and there wasn't a thing that she was replying with that didn't feel true inside of me That's also. Important, yeah. So it's exciting that we get to start this leg post leg of the show, like just so confident in this is what we are. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. The only person in our lives, Jesus Christ can name what we are, what mm-hmm. we aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there is that space of celebration yeah. from the lesson, but yeah, didn't negate that it sucked. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. it was very interesting. Yeah. That is interesting, but here yeah. you are now. Yeah. Oh, it's such a, <laughs> it's such a magical like coming to being thing. Yeah. Like it's like when you climb a mountain, and you know, you people could say that like, oh, like you would have done better if you didn't do that. But to sure. us, like we know that like we were supposed to be on that show. Yeah. And we did exactly what we needed to do, even if it affected one person positively. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's that. I think us saying all this is us trying to encourage people like when it does look like I'm even like I'm gonna get hurt doing this like do it because like even if if you feel any sort of flicker of like I need to do this for myself or like this is really scary and it's gonna make me feel really uncomfortable or like you know like all the things like do it 
right just do it yeah do it for you and if it's you know some sort of like passion that you have in you i think you should do it oh i love yeah. that mm-hmm. that's a good word of encouragement you recorded with who was it brandon hood yeah okay so t- tell me about that experience mm-hmm. yeah um because we talked about the songwriting part that's yeah. one aspect but let's talk about the recording yeah, yeah. I, I think that brooke will have more to say about this than me for sure okay because she's had some interesting recording experiences in the past being yeah. in a band um but it was really important to us that we found a producer that understood the way we wanted to be mixed mm-hmm. like that's our most important thing um yep. like we're in a duo it's right. not like brooke or i are like the main and the other person's like the background it's yeah. like we're both like that's what i think makes our sound so special it's yep. like we're not just like we're both the sauce damn it yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah we are both the it's sauce. so special that you found somebody who like recognizes that yeah someone who was in a duo for all my you life know oh, yeah. it was totally know. so hard it's annoying yeah because it's always like somebody's like pitting somebody against the other yeah like, oh well this person sounds better in this or whatever so they're yeah. gonna sing it. like that wasn't the intention actually You're not we the wrote it like this yeah whatever so that's yeah. that's really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. No, that was definitely like a benefit. And um, yeah, he's just like so open and he's not like one of those producers that like thinks he's hot shit, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and like his way is the only way, um, which has that's been good. a blessing to mm-hmm. us. Like he's been very like he's wanted to do it our way mm. um, and he's got great bedside manner. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've had a great experience with him. And then we also... Um, are recording with another producer too his name's ted t okay um and he's like way more in the christian christian industry but mm. he like um like has I just saw that one. there thank you go you. but he is um <laughs> thank you so much for loving me um for sure. like uh <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah ted is definitely um like in the christian industry and mm. he like has like met us where we are and like he's not judgmental or like intimidating he's very like encouraging to like for what we're doing which has been like such a blessing too so we've got like a nice little like cocktail of producers that are Mm -hmm. like really finally iconic yeah Yeah. it's been a fucking time yeah and it doesn't mean we can necessarily afford them still so yeah (laughs) you're like stream the single yeah Yeah, no it's literally all free like literally god bless them because there's no other way that we would have been able to do Mm -hmm. anything yeah yeah and the space with ted is fun um because you know when you meet someone for the first time we didn't sit down he's like so who are you what do you want to say yeah you know like those questions (laughs) need to be asked we got into the room and we made music yeah and he captured it so so good yeah we're eager to find more of those yes people i guess that Mm -hmm. sonically get us that professionally businessly (laughs) uh, marketing all of it like we're not really we're not interested in like defending what we are anymore. Right. Yeah. It's right. like good. Y'all have the TikTok link, don't you? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're all over social media. Yeah. You can figure it out yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, because people like don't they they've definitely tried to put me and Brooke in a box. Mm-hmm. Just, that's been our whole life. But yeah. so I'm not surprised that it's still happening now. Yeah. But yeah. they're like you like we obviously have our own lane because there's nobody like us yeah but they're you like have your niche exactly yeah. but they're like you know you need to be more this or more that and like come out with these five songs first because you don't want to overwhelm people yeah i was like overwhelm it's people. hilarious it's hilarious like, to actually me. i don't know maybe i do yeah, yeah. Well, you don't know what i want uh-huh. yeah or there's so many people that would connect with it i'm yeah. like i don't think that people are gonna be overwhelmed by this i think right. they're gonna connect i yeah. do and i do think in all of the relationships that have failed or not moved forward i mean our team is still very very small (laughs) yeah this is still a mom and pop shop operation yeah um but i i I almost feel like in reflection it's like 
people see what they want to see. Yeah. So there's so much that so much that we are and so much there's so many things that we do. And so I think you have the division of they think we're bad Christians. Mm. They think we're good Christians or they think we're just hilarious comedians. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, baby, we get to be all of it. It's actually everything. (laughs) It's like, no, put us in like a Nutter Butter commercial and let us show our bods and Uh let us talk to 12 year old youths about not getting sex trafficked. Like, let us do it all. (laughs) What a clip. You know, (laughs) (laughs) like let us be all those things. And I think some of those relationships, they just kind of reach a dead end where they hope and they get excited about a facet of us mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. like letting us be the trailblazers and letting us guide the ship and mm-hmm. them collaborate where their talent lies. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to find people who are really good at what they do because we want to collaborate. We want to hand stuff off, you yeah. know, and, and we're always open to the best idea wins, Yeah, but we just haven't really found that in a business space yet yeah so yeah we want to be the fucking shack of country music yeah yeah like put us <laughs> do everywhere it. we want to be in the Colgate uh-huh. commercial the progressive commercial yeah the nutter butter commercial the nair commercial uh-huh. like literally put us everywhere yeah we yeah. have jingles for all this shit too yeah see and this is so why <laughs> and this is why you're on curio city because all the curious <laughs> cuties are like we're we're all like that they're so we're so like multi-faceted yeah we don't want to be known as just one thing yeah. we also yeah. don't want to know just one thing yeah that's literally why it's called curio city mm-hmm. it's the people who have curious minds and like can't be boxed in it's so good oh, i love it so yeah i mean obviously you're That's you're on the great. right show yeah, yeah. There we go. we're curious right? yes. yeah, yeah, curious cuties yeah, yeah curious cuties yeah. oh my god i love it so i'm a good. cutie yeah you are a cutie <laughs> uh-huh. exactly that's what i call my call our listeners they're our little cuties yes. so adorable. yeah yeah it's something we like obviously we all have in common mm-hmm. yeah um and you guys also perform live yeah right yeah, okay yeah, yeah. and you're kind of known for like this very engaging, high mm-hmm. energy level performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What do you think is like the, is it just your big personalities that you want like mm-hmm. coming through or is like, what's the secret to creating like such an engaging show? Yeah. yeah. I think that Brooke will talk more on this too because she's more of the superstar. Mm. Okay. But um, yeah, I think it's a mixture of our storytelling mm. and our comedy and our just like natural talent that we have. Yeah. Like, thank you God that we just like, Brooke and I sound like one voice when we sing together. Mm-hmm. And I think that people haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah. Um, because we are, you know, in a duo and it's hard for duos to like let the other person shine. Yeah. People but probably think you're sisters. Oh, oh yeah. they do. Yeah. yeah. It's people, either lesbians or sisters. Yeah. So. Uh, also relatable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was for us as well. It was me and my sister. Right, no and way. people yes. either thought we were twins, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, there were times, even in the Christian music industry, yeah. they're like, mm, you look like lovers. And yeah. I'm like, well, sorry, we're just like standing next to each other a little too close. Yeah. yeah sorry, we have the same jeans. Yes. Yeah, so sorry, we're <laughs> hot as hell. It's platonic love. Yeah. yeah. But people your are- heart can't handle it. <laughs> and also, if you were a lesbian lover, that's fine too. And yeah. that, that's another, that's oh, we another level that of like long yeah. time. shaking up the, the oh, industry. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, we for have sure. a, we do have a song about a lovely ladies making love. So yeah. we, oh we do gosh. it all. Yeah. We do it all. Oh, that'll be fun. Are yeah. you going to release that one? 
that, we definitely yeah. want we definitely want to release there's one about <laughs> men too and we want to release that one for sure that's like our song that, that's floated around town that like people love which is so okay funny. but it is a fucking it's called banger. rhinestone cowboy okay and mm-hmm. all of our songs because we're writing about the flower uh-huh. uh his name is ricky the rhinestone cowboy okay and so there's just these spaces in the catalog where characters have relationships with other characters and sometimes it ends in a love story that is hilarious sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah all based on true Mm -hmm. events believe it or not but it's our song yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. that's even more yeah that's even more fun just Mm. because yeah no there's some there's so much that we could do with it in the future like we want to make a movie about it and then all of our fans are gonna be like oh my god i wonder who it is i wonder who ricky is Mm -hmm. you know or i wonder who benton is or brandy is or cletus is there's so many like ratchet characters that we just love, love yeah. those names yeah right yeah as well beautifully redneck mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that mm-hmm. okay and so with your like live performances definitely I'm like sorry. incorporates <laughs> yeah, all of that. Lot. yeah i think the live thing too is we are we're perfectionists yeah and so there is a lot of it is organic mm-hmm. off the cuff making the other one laugh challenging the other live even yeah. like that little that little space like we can run down a rabbit hole where it's like, oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. And then we remember that. And so we implement it for the next time. And so I think that's where the comedic reference comes in yeah. is because our banter, um, it's not always thought out. Sometimes it's off the cuff, but yeah. we do recycle, you know, fun moments. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that space. And then also, I mean, from like the heart mushy gushy, you have her songwriter wish Mm. and then you have my wish which is i learned a long time ago that success in a live show is singing for the one in the room yeah and so i think in different ways like that empowers us and is like our favorite part of Mm. performing live Mm -hmm. you know you find that one person in the room um whether it's post-show that you learn wow we did it it was for that person person. Uh or if it's in the moment like it's amazing like to make that eye contact as you're looking out and it's like damn that person is going through something right now or damn that person like they're laughing this hard because their heart needs to laugh yeah like you know and so it's all about the one person in the room. Yeah. Um, and I think that we'll never retire that like mm-hmm. heart wish when we go to like do our thing and yeah. execute our thing. And I think that's why the live shows are so inviting, yeah. you know, cause we're like sensitive to that. Yeah. So. And the banter is nice. Before my sister and I were ever Christian music, mm-hmm. we actually were not. And yeah. We oh, did more it. just, we did like a bunch of covers. We did yeah. like four hour shows. Uh huh. Those, well, that was the best time. Yeah. Aww. That was mm-hmm. the, before we ever were like, told to mm-hmm. say certain things or kind yeah. of like fit in a, a box mm-hmm. yeah. we were just learning how to play our instruments basically yeah. and perform wow. together and while we were doing that we were playing like hard rock cafes and like yeah oh, I love like it. clubs and uh-huh. bars and things like that yeah. and honestly when i look back at our entire career which spanned almost a, a decade wow. i those are the fondest yeah. most fond memories that mm-hmm. we have just because I think when we got to be our most authentic and fun and like comedic mm-hmm. selves, yeah. I think that's a part of artistry that a lot of people don't actually incorporate. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of people aren't funny, first of all. Yeah. yeah. That's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, but second of all, like a lot of people don't realize like 
you can bring the heart and you can bring like the other side of your life. Mm-hmm. You can bring yeah. like your personality yeah. and like cracking the jokes color. and like, yeah, the color and all of that. And mm. I think that's like very cool and like obviously genuine of you guys to like bring your whole personality. Mm. Do you have like uh, any moment that you can think of from a live show that you were like, that was hilarious or like mm-hmm. you surprised one another with something you said or anything like that? Uh, it's there are so many. It's, so many just, like that. <laughs> it's just that cusp of like being cancelable like canceled oh yeah not no, for, for sure. necessarily <laughs> canceled not necessarily for like <laughs> political just solely political things but yeah. just on like saying did the craziest that, shit i'll just yeah. like, unfiltered like, not just say that it's like we're just unfiltered but you you kind of you kind of get to <laughs> yeah right now with your niche uh, like yeah. you kind of get to so yeah. like you're i feel like you're kind of lucky in that yeah, yeah. we we definitely teeter the line which is so funny for us like yeah. we just think it's fucking hilarious yeah like, <laughs> i'm here for it yeah. yeah when someone's like on the the teeter-totter we're like oh no she didn't just <laughs> fucking say that oh. but yeah it's definitely a our live is you walk into trailer world and mm. then you leave you're like oh my god i miss trailer world so yeah. it's like i think that's what makes it so special yep genuinely mm-hmm. the best way to wrap it I love that. Yeah. That's how I hope people feel like yeah. visiting Curio City. It's yeah. literally like, why I love we how called it's it a called city. That. Yeah. yeah, that's so special. It's a yeah. city of like, you know, like I said, Curious Kitty. So yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. So like how has the experience of performing you know, mm. live yeah. shaped your musical journey now? Like when you're not live, when you're not performing live, like how mm-hmm. has like the live aspect affected how you want to write and how you you know, does it affect it? Yeah. I guess is the first question. I mean, I was challenged years ago. Brooke, are you going to wear your artist jacket, like your brand jacket Mm. at all times? Or are you going to put it on and then that's who you are live? Right. So I made the decision a long time ago. Wow, I can't take this jacket off, Mm. unfortunately. Um, So I have to create like big boundaries with my worth not coming from a perfect performance. Yeah. And I think that's where so much growth has expedited in the writing room and you, the you're stage. You're a Virgo, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Virgo. I'm a creepy one though. Cause I'm Gemini, Gemini with my moon and my, yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh-huh. I remember seeing that on your coaster a long yep. time ago and I was like, yeah, yes. she's, she's got a lot going on. A lot yeah, going a on. One. Four <laughs> on the Enneagram. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very so, artistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Purpose driven. Yes. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be part of the good. Yeah. Like I'm hungry. And if I can't do that, I'm depressed. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm lonely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's tragic. Yeah. And so it I I have to make sure <laughs> that I don't apply too much romanticism yeah. to those firecracker moments in a writing room or to the stage because unfortunately I can't take the jacket off. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's been it's been really special being okay mm-hmm. as Brooke. Yeah. Not just the Brooke on stage or that and I've really only in the past like two years like understood that Mm -hmm. and gotten permission to not be you know just the best like do Whitney Houston vocals like um, my my voice also has like kind of gone through it through life yeah Um, like I hold my fear here and I hold shame here and I hold so so many um like my seven-year-old self that didn't say things that needed Mm. to be said here Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of life happening still in me where I'm releasing this chakra Mm -hmm. and healing this chakra Mm -hmm. and so I sound different than I ever have and um yeah trying to just um take it one day at a time and not be so list oriented and goal oriented so 
I'm yeah, I've I've struggled with that in the past. I've struggled yeah. not putting everything into what everyone sees. Mm. Um, but it's been a lot better and I've gotten a lot of permission from my closest friends to be this fluid brook, you yeah. know, that yeah. um might perform and not hit all the notes, you yeah. know, and I thought it was very recapping on the show. It was a very God thing that mm. I was so sick. Mm. And then I, the shot I had to maybe belt or sing freely on TV, I was met with sickness. Mm. And so, um, I don't know exactly what that is all yeah. the way through yet, yeah. but, um, I'm learning about that right now. Yeah. So, well you, I mean, you even mentioning like throat chakra and like <laughs> yeah. speaking your truth and all of that. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned in the, the bio section yeah. that you have like overcome childhood abuse. Yeah. And that's like something that's mm-hmm. like obviously been very pivotal. Yeah. And it's been something that has almost become mm-hmm. part of your identity and yeah. not that it needs to be your identity, but uh, as a human being, but it mm-hmm. has affected who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure shows up through like your music. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to talk about that, yeah. but like if you do, like how has that journey, like how has it influenced your music mm-hmm. and your outlook on life basically? Yeah. I think it's the, we talked about like, I care so heavily about purpose mm-hmm. and intent Um, and I really believe that the crosses were handed, the baggage were handed, we're met with that baggage to face it Mm. and to move through it and to see how it's not unique to just us. And, um, it's an opportunity for me to be connected to other people. Um, and I think that it was really hard for a long time to not think I was the only one with the story that I have. Mm. Um, and that was like through talk therapy, I would hit a wall. I couldn't, Mm. I couldn't get to where I needed to go. Um, and there was this other space where, I mean, I healed my entire body Mm. through intent, through words, through, um, putting in the right things (laughs) through diet. Yeah. Um, and so I was met with really unraveling my subconscious, beliefs about myself about the world Mm -hmm. um and unfortunately I got in there and I found a lot of anger Mm. towards um and I don't I don't admit anger Mm -hmm. well um I don't either I understand yeah I'm more of a sad sad Mm -hmm. girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and so I think that the traumatic things like still to this day my family couldn't handle if Mm. I used the word trauma Mm -hmm. in their presence Mm -hmm. um but I have sisters, blood sisters that have gone through trauma. I have um, sisters here that have probably gone through trauma. And mm. so I don't know. That's the one space with Christianity, that word brother, sister. Yeah. It works for me. Yeah. It heals me. It keeps mm-hmm. me going. It helps me acknowledge that I am not the only one. Yeah. Um, and it helps me maintain being really interested in like clearing out my bullshit so right. that I can not show up for the world, but show up for myself <laughs> um, and heal. If we really are one body and if we really are mirrors of each other, mm-hmm. I need to show up and I need to clean that through. Mm. Um, and I'm not the only one dealing with that bullshit. Yeah. Um, and so I think finding and learning that, oh, Brooke, you're not the only one with that story. Right. It's hard for my ego to admit that I lived in that space, but I did. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm kind of in this new chapter of not owning that I'm the only one that mm. that's, that's traumatized. Right. Um, and it's, it's been sucky for my ego to like 
acknowledge like, damn, you were claiming truths that I don't have to hold on to. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, knowing that you're not the only one. Yeah. Like what advice would you give somebody who's like maybe going through challenging times, Mm -hmm. even similar to like what you've been through and only you can really know what you've gone through, but say, you know, somebody's listening who has been through similar experiences Mm -hmm. like what advice would you give them yeah I think the one space of trauma that I have had the most breakthrough with that I feel empowered to to speak about is really like the the word curse in a way of Mm. I was handed like I have mental disorders Mm. um did I have mental disorders yes am I am I not afraid? And it's a sensitive space to say that I believe that I've overcome and kind of cleared through some of them. And Mm -hmm. I I don't own or, um, possess bipolar anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I was the girl that I couldn't at one point drive my own vehicle because of my panic attacks. And I mean, the suicidal ideation was so loud Mm -hmm. and so heavy that I couldn't I couldn't go to work. Um, if I was at work, I was breaking down in the bathroom and I was really good at hiding like how aggressive these, this mental play was. Um, and so anyone who is struggling with like mental disorders or you went to seek healing and you're told and confronted with this really scary diagnosis. Um, I'm not promising you that you're going to heal fully, but I am promising you that you have power in Mm -hmm. healing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that that healing is not going to come from anywhere externally. And unfortunately it's going to come from you. And I hated when I was met with that in therapy, you know, that it's all inside me, that inside me, I'm going to find the pathways to rewire what's Mm. broken. And, Um, I, I don't believe the mental pursuit to overcome severe anxiety and depression. Um, I believe that it's a mind, body and, and spirit, um, attack. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's the same way if you got diagnosed with cancer, you're going to attack that thing head on in those Mm -hmm. three spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are, yeah, there are hero stories of people overcoming crazy physical things. And I, I, my click was when. I treated my mental illness as a physical Mm -hmm, illness. mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, to the listeners and to the flowers and to the curio city that is combating these real life debilitating mental wars. Like um, I, I stand with you. You are not alone Mm -hmm. um, and take your time healing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing. And it's so interesting to like Brooks, connection with like music and and all of that because you know like she being a performer like she gets to like emote you Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. on stage and like I think that's her like connection that she does feel with like people and God and like she's up there singing and the thing that's been attacked in her so much has been her throat yeah um so I think it's definitely like everything that she shared and then like mixed with the also getting attacked up here has been so hard yeah you know for her yeah um so it's definitely been tough to watch her have to go through all of that um and my side of it is a lot I think more like simplified mm-hmm. um than Brooks and um because mine was never like a mental like struggle mm-hmm. um in the shortest short my family struggles with alcoholism mm-hmm. including myself I've been sober for like I honestly don't even know how many years now I think it's like it's six been, years it's been like four and a half four and a half years wow amazing <laughs> like six years. yeah amazing. I don't know why it feels like six I was like thinking about it the other day I was like how many years have I been sober um but the thing that I think music is has always been for me within 
you know, all the trauma from life and mm-hmm. from childhood is that like I in my family, I like never felt heard over yeah. things that I like was asking for, like things that I needed or like mm-hmm. boundaries that I needed to set, even mm-hmm. if it was as simple as like, I don't want you to drink around me. Yeah. Like that was never like heard or understood and that yeah. boundary was always pushed and disrespected yeah. so whenever I you know like do write these songs by myself and it's you know a lot of you know biographical things that come up and then I'm singing them with Brooke at the listening room and people are coming up to me afterwards and being like I heard what you said like yeah. this is my story too mm-hmm. and like all of those things like that is what is yeah. most yeah definitely most rewarding for me yeah um and actually like a selfish thing actually feeling heard you know no for the I, first time. I understand I one of the songs that I I loved the the most from back in the day doing music um was a song called numb mm. that I wrote mm, kind of right after a panic attack because mm. um, like after a panic attack like all I would feel is like numb yeah. and I would describe it as like during a panic attack it's like i would see like a color wheel like mm-hmm. just all the colors like in in not in a cute way yeah like it was like very overwhelming just like i saw everything like when you press on your eyes too hard mm-hmm. and it's like you see purple and like yeah. all that mm-hmm. that would be like the panic attack and then afterwards i was completely numb mm-hmm. right and i couldn't feel anything and all i could see was like it was like a white room like yeah. I, there was like anyway and i i wrote um that in a very honest way like mm-hmm. i i didn't even really know how to play the inst- like my instruments that well at that yeah. point and i remember i just i just took my guitar and played it like a bass that's the instrument i ended mm-hmm. up playing was bass yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love um it. and so i wrote it to basically a bass line yeah <laughs> no, i get it um, but people it meant the most to me mm-hmm. again throughout my career like there was so many um things that i feel like i had many highs in the very closer to the beginning Mm -hmm. um and that song numb when people come up to me after and tell me like how that you Mm -hmm. know they related um or how they felt heard or seen in turn made me feel heard and seen yeah i wrote that as honest as you could possibly get it so having somebody else being like yeah me too i'm like oh my gosh because that (laughs) came straight from my soul yeah like that felt so good like I would yeah they'd be thanking me for the song I'm like no no no, but thank you because me singing this is basically asking for somebody Mm -hmm. to say that like I feel you yeah you know what I mean it's like kind of that that give and take with like you and your audience or listeners that Mm -hmm. it's it's something that you can't you can't fabricate it has Mm -hmm. to just happen naturally Mm -hmm. yeah those are the most powerful songs yeah at least that's how I feel like you can tell like just being in Nashville, and I don't know, you've probably been to like a million writers' rounds. Like they're back in the day. Yeah, yeah right. Back <laughs> in the day. Um, but there's those songs that like you'll hear it like once every three years that mm. someone's up there and they're singing something, yeah. and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like a God bless the broken road mo- moment. Yeah. You know. Well, or, when you hear the writer, when you've yeah. known, and when you've known the artist singing it. And you've heard it on the radio mm-hmm. and then you go to a listening. That's but that is something special about Nashville. I will yeah. say is that you'll, you'll know songs, right. Mm-hmm. And then you'll go to a list, like the listening room or you go to a writer's round and you'll hear the writer mm-hmm. of that song Different. play and sing it. Mm-hmm. And they're not like the performers, like no. they, but they're singing it just in their own little like singer songwriter way yeah but it hits so different because it's their soul yeah and you're like that just oh. makes me want to explode like in a positive <laughs> way yeah. i don't know why that's like always been my like my favorite thing to do well as a songwriter like yeah. that's like you're, that's your bread and butter yeah i would say so for sure just yeah. like brooke's bread and butter is like seeing somebody like 
Mariah Carey or like I don't even know I mean, yeah there's so many people just like literally like hit that note that's people who like, are emoting through like their yeah, vocals and through their like melody yeah, yeah exactly yeah there's so many beautiful like moments that like singers that can fucking sing that yeah. you like you also go to heaven in those moments too <laughs> yeah just special I agree. I that's agree. why it's good when you marry two different things together yeah. so <laughs> true look at you guys so cute okay so like mental health how do you then maintain like your the the health of your soul i guess yeah in your daily life mm. yeah do you want to go first sure yeah. my daily life yeah i feel like it's um definitely like a back and forth it's interesting. I know that everybody experiences life differently, but I am constantly like getting distracted or like, you mm-hmm. know, thrown off guard by things. And I'm like constantly having to like reel myself back into like the moment, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm very much like a, I don't know if I'm a forward thinker or a backwards thinker. Mm-hmm. Like I can get caught like <laughs> in both of those things, yeah. you know? Um, and it's not my constant state of being, but it's definitely like, a struggle yeah. so um yeah there's so many different things that I do in my in my daily life but the yeah the one thing that I that has always helped me is obviously staying sober because mm-hmm. if I don't do that then I'm a literal fucking train wreck and yeah. I'm not helping anybody yeah. or myself right makes all of my relationships harder um and there's this um this therapist that uh me and Brooke actually have the same therapist which is funny oh um yeah it's a long time coming to do that (laughs) they really know how to help you yeah yeah honestly she's incredible and um she does this like specific type of therapy that just um it's not necessarily talk therapy it's more of like a pulling these like beliefs out of your subconscious kind of thing um and I am not good at like I can read books for days Mm. and like gain knowledge Mm. about like the right way to do something or like you know how to handle my trauma correctly like all of these things yeah but I'm not good at um like actually feeling it embodying it yeah because I'm I'm genuinely scared to feel it and that's like been my thing my whole life I'm like I don't want to accept this is true because Mm. it's so awful yeah but um so yeah I think going to her has like helped me a lot yeah um and you know therapy is different for everybody it could look different um yeah I'm definitely not telling anybody to go to therapy (laughs) um because some people just yeah they they need something else yeah but um agreed yeah I think it's it's been that for me it's been having my safe people and my safe relationships and having my animals and being able to go Mm. and breathe some fresh air kind Mm -hmm. of thing um what kind of animals do you have i used to have goats okay we don't have them anymore they're so fucking cute though (laughs) um a bunch of chickens and some dogs oh my gosh amazing yeah it's the best time ever honestly fantastic yeah and i'm i'm like also with the mental health thing i'm grateful that brooke and i both pursue that first yeah like even like if it was a thing where like we were going to practice or one of us had to go to therapy like it's therapy yeah like over practice so good yeah yeah and i think that that has really helped us in our relationship because mm-hmm. our pasts are so complicated yeah um and relationships are hard like she's literally my fucking wife yeah like, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot that yeah. goes into being in a band together yep. you know yep. we're together all the time mm-hmm. we're you know we we say the most to each other there's uh, there's just yeah. a lot going on yeah mm-hmm. so we do like go to therapy together which yeah. i think mm-hmm. is so important um that's for amazing the yeah. longevity of our relationship yeah um and you know some people don't need therapy couples don't but like it's okay if you do need yeah. couples therapy yeah. yeah um and it's definitely healed us separately too mm-hmm. in so many different ways it's been such a blessing that's it, cool it's amazing to have a space where you're outside like where you where you're met with someone where i know jack's intention mm. is to never harm me yeah so 
the therapy has been just brilliant from a professional standpoint. Yeah. Um, because to bring up hard truths sometimes, it's really hard for our egos to accept that someone's not trying to intentionally harm you. Yeah. You know, so to have that space where, okay, she is spending money <laughs> and we are sitting here to yeah. figure this out and yeah. to love each other well yep. um, goes a long way. And um, mm -hmm. I think for like the initial question you were asking, like how do we manage that mental health? Right. For me, you know, the aha space is acknowledging that it's not disconnected from my physical health mm -hmm. um, and my spiritual health. So that demands me to have um, like the relationships I'm in. They have to meet me where I'm at. Yeah. Um, and that can be a lot to ask people if they're themselves not healthy or equipped mm. to um, to like to give that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that we definitely are in circles where our people meet us where we're at. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, space for me to say what I need. And yeah. it doesn't mean putting up boundaries that then we're disconnected from each other and you don't have access to me. Yeah. Um, it's less about that. And the intention behind it is more so I'm not excusing my behavior. I, I want the people around me to understand I'm having behavior right mm -hmm, now um, mm -hmm. that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. um, and that's hard for anyone's ego to get to a, sp a space where mm -hmm. I'm, I'm reacting or I'm responding and, and the, out of all the things I was named, I mean, I was on pharmaceuticals from age 12 years old until mm. I was 25. Wow. Um, at sometimes my cocktail was four different, uh, SSRIs. Um, oh, I had Xanax available to mm. me. I had everything happening. Wow. Um, then you throw in weed who was, I loved my weed in that season of my life. Mm. Um, because it, it allowed me to come out of that numbness yeah. that you were just that we were talking about, yeah. and it's where I got back to my dialogue with mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. um, and I got to feel the softness mm -hmm. of God again, um, and not the rigid side so of God. You got it. You you have to cover. I got my <laughs> wait. What is it? Um, it's oh. Noah and oh Miley. Oh yeah, I got so hot. Yeah, yeah. That's oh Jesus. Yeah, so that was that's Jesus. me and my sisters. One of our our favorite songs right? as we were like yes. coming out of doing music together and also mm. deconstructing. Yeah. We're like, that's a great song. It, we should it cover is that right. one. It was it definitely is. one I wish I would have written. Yeah. yeah. Same. I'm like, damn it. We have a, <laughs> a little version we put on social media. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I just, where was I? Where, was, where were we at? Sorry. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> oh yeah. We, you're so talking to God when you're talking to God. Then you throw in yeah. <laughs> heavy, heavy usage of weed. And so, I was not feeling good yeah. for a hot minute yeah. and I was a very reactive person and I hurt a lot of people. Mm. Um, and within that, I also did not feel met by the world. Yeah. And I look back and I, and I wish, you know, I, I wish people could have seen at face value that maybe I wasn't, I was going through it. Right. Um, and maybe they did. Um, and that's something I'm combing through now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of my mental hygiene, um, mm. I've accepted that I have complex PTSD mm -hmm. um, and that covers that covers um, all of the textbook mm -hmm. definitions of anxiety, depression, um, all the things. Yeah. Um, and I'm really grateful that this therapist was willing to help me comb through and remove. I mean, 
every list that I had on me. Yeah. And I she needed was that. She as bipolar for a long time. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. And that's like to all of her friends, that's what we knew. Yeah. Was like, mm-hmm. if Brooke isn't taking her medicine, then we need to make sure she's taking her medicine. Mm-hmm. Oh, but at the well. end of the day, it's like she's has complex PTSD and she's not bipolar. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's this like mind fuck. Yeah. yeah. That definitely she went through. Yeah. But then like all of her friends went through too. Because we're course. like, whoa, we've been treating this like mm-hmm. the book bipolar. Yeah. And it's like, that's. And it that's, hurt me. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. I had to be really, really brave uh, to detox. And yeah. that could, that's a whole nother curiosity yeah. interview. Yeah. Um, because that decision I had to make all by myself. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just boundaries with the people that you choose to do life with. And um, I, I think it's important, like, not to be surrounded by people who say this is what you are. Right. Um, and I'm in a space with people where I get to say who I want to be and how I want to be this person and how I need to show up for myself. And so, yes, I'm motivated to be the better version of myself with my yeah. friends, but I also mm-hmm. have permission um, to be hurting. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think that is key in any like hygiene of your mental health. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's it's a big part of us and and not everyone. I, I think that there's introspection that happens to a fault. Mm. Um, and so I think it's important that people aren't like intro like meeting themselves with what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Yeah. Um, and more That's like sad. that fine tuning tuning like. Are you able to get to the present moment? Yeah. Um, because that's where you're going to have the most clearest degree of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're as much as we advocate for people's mental illness, we have a more holistic um mm-hmm. side to our approach yeah, to treating it girly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah even yeah. have like we love our mountain dew and cheetos but like it's the 80 20 rule yeah you know? <laughs> we are that way too yeah, yeah for Hardcore. sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Holistic i will i will have my cheetos mm-hmm. and my chocolate but i also will get grass-fed finished beef yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for sure <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. no pesticides and, yeah. yeah exactly and little information note um Red meat and butter actually, I think, cured the main inflammation problem with my brain. Yeah, I was a vegan. Yes. Um, for like a seven month period, but I was a vegetarian for like two years. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know, my journey was like eight years yeah. of being a vegan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just recently, when was I was like May or something this wow. year that I stopped. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. wow. I'm interested yeah. to know if that helped your like if you had any hormonal issues and if it helped your hormones at all. Um, it's more so that I'm, I'm prepping like mm. in, like in the future, I want to have kids yeah. and yeah. I just felt like a call from mm-hmm. like inside and my ancestors and my womb was just basically telling me it was, I needed more yeah. nutrients in my yeah. womb basically yeah. to Santa. make it, to make a very long story short. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I no, totally, that's good. you've seen, you see pictures of like, not yeah. trying to convince anybody to do yes. anything. <laughs> yeah. But you definitely see pictures of like a vegetarian placenta versus like a woman who like yeah. had dairy and meat. Yeah. And it is crazy. It is kind of crazy. And yeah. you know, a big, a, you know, one of the biggest things for me was like, it's earth. Mm-hmm. first i'm such an earth girl even like mm-hmm. when you're talking about like you know all created by like the same being mm-hmm. whatever we're like part of that mm-hmm. yeah that's how the vernacular i use a lot mm-hmm. it really goes back to nature mm-hmm. and so for me like i say that we are part of we are nature we aren't mm-hmm. like separate from her mm-hmm. yeah um and so a big part of my like veganism and then now non-veganism is like yeah. a huge part of my passions is like taking care of the earth and like the agriculture, the mm-hmm. the ways that I like 
by uh, my food is like very different. The yeah. intentions have always been about caring for the earth and also caring for my health, but now more so about my health yeah. in a different way. Mm, and I've just grown with the knowledge and information that I've been given throughout the years. Yeah. Science and research has changed over mm-hmm. the past 10 years yeah. when I went we from vegan to not vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people are asking like, well, what made you switch? And I'm just yeah. like, research yeah like my own and also just like people Mm -hmm. smarter than me and i'm reading and consistently just like upping my information of what is like best for me my body and Mm -hmm. also the earth and like this is this is the next chapter yeah Yeah, because everybody's body is different and yeah something that brooke and i just recently learned too is like everybody's like you know got like a different blood type and like some (laughs) blood types like require i'm I'm so about this right now yeah no i'm so glad to bring it up we love talking about this shit but the you know like O needs more red meat but like a sister and i vegetarian out we were o positive both oh really yeah oh my god yeah you guys need to be eating beef every day yeah yeah exactly so it's like the people that you know like think that they're it's it always comes down to that like you know everybody thinks they're doing the right thing am i right yeah, and yeah. which is which is great mm, of course um, but the research thing i love doing research yeah so i was gonna ask if you're an enneagram five because that's what i am oh she's I'm a, a one i'm a one okay yeah. but you want to find the truth and that's yeah. like its yeah. own version mm-hmm. so. yeah exactly yeah. you're yeah. a five yeah mm-hmm. wow my you, you don't give me a five yeah nobody nobody gets five energy from yeah me. i was gonna say you do not give me five energy i pref- I, I like people perceive three or eight from mm-hmm. me usually yeah what do you go to in health and unhealth do you know eight in my health and seven in unhealth Mm-hmm. Those are both, yeah, they're super fun yeah. numbers. So yeah, they're very fun numbers. Yeah. That makes sense why I'm uh, getting that from you instead. Yeah. yeah. I also was just like being raised as a performer. Yep. Right? That's rough. I mean, I'm, I've been, I have really garnered the skills of how to perform and how to like mm-hmm. exist in a world that wants me to be, you know, extroverted. This so is good. like, if this conversation yeah. will be like, the I, I don't want to see any person outside of my home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, so definitely. introverted, but this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm loving this conversation. No, but outside that. of this, I'm like, I don't want to see a yeah. soul. Yeah. You know, no, like, I can relate to that. Like bit. very yeah. much um that researcher. Like even Adam and I, like I'm alone ninety percent of yeah. the time of yeah. my life. Yeah. And I like it that way. Yeah. You know? I but people don't when they talk to me, yes. they don't think I'm like because uh-huh. I'm not shy. No. Yeah. But because I, I love to talk, I'm like outgoing. Yeah. But I, I'm very introverted. Yeah. yeah Dallas is a five. Yeah. My okay. guy. He's a five. Okay. And I also did the same space where I am a four through and through. I'm not the three that, you know, you would perceive as much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I look like a three. I'm the oldest in my birth order. Like, yes. Um, the music thing yeah. but yeah I'm a four and I'm learning like my space to rest is yeah. everything to me yep. um, and going back to the way you eat you know yeah and your respect for the earth and mm-hmm. nature like that's such a natural like intuitive thing so mm-hmm. maybe eating veganism and a vegetarian diet that was your intuitive it space was, at yeah. that time mm-hmm. and that uh veganism Mm -hmm. not being a vegetarian but veganism led to my Mm self-awareness of what I was putting in my body of course and that actually like launched 
my deconstruction of saying no more with the medicine. Um, Mm. And we're big on muscle testing Mm -hmm. and we go to nutritionists who are able to really fine tune exactly through supplementation, you know, what our body is hungry for. You're going to have to send me all this info. Oh, Girl, yeah. Literally yeah. Life. I'll yes. plug it. Nashville Holistic Nutrition. Nashville Holistic Nutrition. <laughs> okay, we love they're it. Literally amazing. literally saved me from dying. Yeah, we'll saved her from dying. That later That's oh. another yeah. thing. She had, like, a ton of autoimmune disorders that sprung uh, post-COVID. Okay, um, wow. And we're combing Crazy. through them, but basically her body was riddled with parasites um so we're cleaning her out um don't want to scare anybody yeah yeah (laughs) yeah no everybody and then the therapist we referenced you know her whole thing is that mind body spirit attack on our health and um there's an emotional response to nearly everything that manifests physically right the root is that uh, initial emotional energy yeah um and so we're advocates for like fasting and Mm -hmm. we've um, that's a newer thing we've implemented into our journey, but wow, you know, yeah. and, and I, my favorite thing with information is when something biblically could correspond with mm-hmm. something in the Torah could correspond with something mm-hmm. in a native American finding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have a lot of witchy energy about yeah. me. I'm very natural with my like herbal yeah. instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's so powerful to not deny, especially as women, um, right. our feminine calls to, uh, just what, what we feel is good or bad. The right. simplicity of like, is this good or is this bad right now? Right. Um, and strengthening that intuitiveness in ourselves. So I, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. Your I, body tells you so much. Yeah. I it pride so you much. on the, like being willing to like look into the meat the meat thing and yeah and uh like sorry i keep like touching your toes (laughs) 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 but the like the earth space that i find romantic Mm. about eating meat yeah um is just acknowledging that i don't believe energy dies yeah um and i think that god was so intentional when he made every single one of us living fluttery things and um when it comes to the beef game um i'm not (laughs) really a poultry fish girl like beef helps me out so much yeah um but it's it's amazing how um even a pack of wolves like when they would take down some large animal Mm. um the actual organs of that animal was so coveted and special Mm -hmm. um and they would distribute that to maybe someone that was sick in the Mm -hmm. pack or Mm -hmm. to the elder in the pack Mm -hmm. um and so when i learned that information it it brings you to this place of yes i'm gonna bless my food Yes, I'm going to be so grateful for this animal for digesting all of the grass and herbs that it ever wanted to consume. Um, And so, yeah, I found a lot of healing and safety Mm -hmm. in uh, introducing meat again um, and having this very like respect, respectful space with like, wow, your stomach, your eight or seven. I don't know how many stomachs they have. Mm -hmm. Thank you for digesting all of these herbs for me. Yeah. so yeah, we could talk on and on about food because yeah. I think it's so emotional and, and so romantic. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a I we have a whole episode on our de vegan mm-hmm. ver- like our journey. Yeah, wow. becoming unvegan. It's like I I'm think gonna what have it's to called. listen. You yeah yeah unvegan. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. You should listen to it. Oh, but that's funny. The first thing. I ended up cooking was an ancestral blend of like liver yep. and like yes. wow. you know, the organs are so the, important. Uh, the organs, yeah, it was like a blend of like the mm-hmm. muscle and oh, organs. Yeah, for you. Um, and I have never had an aversion to meat or any kind of like irony taste or anything. So to me, it yeah. was like 
it's just very natural and mm-hmm. like bone broth was the first thing i like got out mm-hmm. like i was like out and i had it from the farmer's market and yeah. i had a whole ceremony i gave it i blessed my tree out there with mm-hmm. a little bit of it i blessed my dog with a little bit of it oh, and like it. you know obviously thanked the animals yeah. and everything so like it was definitely a very conscious and um intentional mm-hmm. sh- shift over yeah um but at the same time people think like they ask me did you just slowly introduce I'm like no, no. but i yeah. also didn't slowly introduce go- being vegan either yeah, yeah i literally same. decided overnight to a lot do of times it it's full scent yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's just okay. my personality yeah. oh same. same so i'm all about it all of us i, yeah. I think yeah. you can all agree <laughs> the, i'm so glad you brought up the organ thing because yeah. i was even talking to my dad about this on the phone yesterday because we we mm-hmm. talk about the weirdest shit it's like yeah. never anything normal it's always weird shit but he's like always brought up to me he's british so he's like okay he is like an american but he's not okay he's like it's yeah. very interesting <laughs> so he's like i was saying the nastiest shit as a like one-year-old baby like he just doesn't he has no filter yeah and he just like has he has like nine moms his story is so intense Rough. and um, he also like learned how one of his stepmoms taught him how to cook like she's an italian okay so he's like always just like cooked for us growing he up he can cook too yeah, this guy can chef. cook he's okay. a great chef love um but he was talking to me about like liver and heart and like all those organs and he's yeah. like every other culture does it yeah but america is just so against this that thinks it's dirty and it's like literally the cheapest thing like you can get beef liver at whole foods for like 30 cents yeah like it really yeah uh-huh. it they doesn't come make in on tuesdays sense. the broadway location yeah, yeah we yeah. know what all the shipments are so we'll wow. share that with you yeah. you're gonna hook me up yeah. 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 No, knowledge. it's insane but okay. yeah those are the most like nutritious things for us which are so funny because like in america we just throw it out yeah, yeah. like what the hell sickening yeah, yeah. it's oh. so it's like oh my god and we could get into all the shit that's in our food yeah which is also insane and killing us but yeah we won't do that which is how i healed myself which was i started yeah. eating whole foods that didn't have poison in them yeah because i'm really allergic to roundup and some people are <laughs> just <laughs> really really roundup. allergic wow yeah yeah did you find that through your neutral yeah holistic yeah my glyphosate levels were like not okay oh my gosh i'm Mm -hmm. so excited to get all this information (gasps) you're gonna have the best time with them Uh i'm gonna have so much we should do a follow-up like just heart therapy session oh we should episode together nutrition on nutrition (laughs) we totally could i was gonna say we could go on forever so maybe there there should be a part two yeah Yeah. that would be so fun (laughs) but to yeah to the mental health like if you have any energy to try something new Mm -hmm. cut out the gluten Mm. try it and it's gonna be a war because your body's gonna crave it and Mm. it's gonna be really hard to get rid of it but just cut the gluten um and and do your best to um wash your food yeah yeah Yeah. and less sugar too what yeah Yeah. start there my food i gotta do that i know right it's hard it's honestly like hard if you don't have one of those like like, don't want to get my hands wet i know yeah it's a sensory thing for me i'm like that's that's annoying get one of those cleaners on amazon you just like put it in everything in a bowl of water and like click the button and then yeah yeah i should but those two things specifically removed like all of my inflammation from my body love that and an inflamed organ that's where you have our injury. sicknesses come from yeah inflammation yeah for so sure. my brain crazy all of our sicknesses yeah my poor mm-hmm. brain that's yeah my poor brain had a lot of allergy responses happening yeah but you're you guys are both glowing 
Oh, you're so great. I was going to say, you're clearly doing something right because both of y'all have like gorgeous skin. Same to you. Thank you. Same to you. Um, And so, yeah, it's very inspiring. Thank you guys for Mm -hmm. sharing all of that. Well, all of it. Thank you for sharing all of it. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having us. Of course. And being so amazing and sharing part of your story too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know, I expect it to be both ways. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be honest with you guys. You guys be honest with me. That's like what we do here. Uh Um, Okay. So for everyone who wants to like follow Trailer Flowers and like all that, go ahead and shout out socials and all. Yeah. yeah, we're blessed because we are the only trailer flowers out there. Woo, woo. Yeah, so at trailer flowers on everything, baby. We're yeah. very um like out there on TikTok and Instagram, um, but we do have everything else too. You can just okay. type us in Safari. Literally, yeah. I used to yeah. tell Come people up. that I was like, because I'm the only Lauren Deliri like in yes. the world. Oh, that's fun. So I was like, you could just Google me. I mean, yeah. I don't really recommend. I mean, right. I'm sure lots of things come up, mm-hmm. but like, if you want to find me yeah <laughs> you yeah. just type in uh-huh. my name That's so good so okay good so trailer mm-hmm. flowers and then on your own personals as well or are you just like sticking with trailer we're flowers? sticking yeah okay. brooke and jack flowers. from trailer flowers brooke and at jack. The moment. oh yeah i don't even right? think we like introduced your actual yeah name. no okay. you're good thing you one just, and like, thing two yeah <laughs> i was gonna say you like referred to each other like brooke jack so i was like hopefully yeah. they like just caught on right yeah, yeah. no it honestly doesn't matter yeah okay well trailer flowers yeah jack and brooke thank you so much for being on thank you i'm excited for everyone to listen and for everyone who did listen yes um thank you so much and make sure you go follow them we Mm -hmm. love you guys and until next time bye cuties bye Bye, cuties